Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Natalie and uh, Shane. What is the depth? <laughs> Do you think that in heated arguments, that's when the truth comes out? Ain't Do you get what I mean? a great microcosm of the relationships between some men and women today, y'all? Stop Terrible. sabotaging things. If something is meant for you, you won't need to sabotage in order to this get it. Thing. This is the thing. You don't need to do that. Hello and welcome to the To My Sisters podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Courtney and we are your online sisters and hosts of the To My Sisters podcast. Now we are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's conversation, we are responding to your requests well your request to our suggestion which was <laughs> us res- doing a little review slash just sharing our views of love is blind hey sis i wanted to quickly interject and just apologize it's courtney by the way hey i wanted to just apologize because this conversation is actually cut short unfortunately during this episode recording our mics just decided to stop recording i guess they couldn't handle the conversation but not to worry you know your sisters are going to come back with a part two and so keep listening because this conversation is very juicy and we will be back sooner than you think to give you the rest of our thoughts so yes, today we are going to be talking about reality TV shows, how they are shaping our perceptions of love, whether love is truly blind and whether you can actually find love in 90 days. Wow. What an intro. I know, right? That was really moving. It really set it up for I itself. <laughs> no, I feel moved. <laughs> we are back from Dubai, ladies. We had an amazing vacation, a little Great break. Obviously, time. you guys didn't miss us too tough because we were here. <laughs> Shout out to pre-recording. Right? Yes. We were here on Sunday week. We oh, were wait. indeed. A hundred percent because this is a this means a lot to us. This is important to us and we're going to show up regardless. Right. How about that? But yes, let us get into today's ding, ding, ding. Dilemma. Great. Okay. Hi, sisters. I've been listening to you guys since day one. I've noticed a vast difference in myself inwardly and outwardly to the point where people told me I'm glowing. I thought it was some serum, but it's the healing work. So thank you. However, yes, however, my life is so structured. I'm waking up at 6 a.m., working out, eating right, setting boundaries, having a tough conversation with myself and others, etc. I feel a sense of peace, but I'm bored, uninspired <laughs> and in thirst for some adventure and spontaneity. Wow. I don't have the time to do anything beyond what I'm doing right now due to family and work commitments. I just want to feel the excitement like when I had a school trip the night before is this a phase or question question mark help assist out wow first of all sis not us being the skincare that you needed <laughs> wow um what do you call it the ordinary who <laughs> not the ordinary who ren skincare who um <laughs> It's so, so beautiful to know that, you know, sis, you're doing really like amazing stuff. Mm. Um, and one of my friends calls this a bougie problem. Mm. <laughs> mm. Insofar as many of us can become 
whilst we say that you know trauma and chaos is bad for us many of us can be addicted to the rush in the mm. same way that you know we get our dopamine hit from like exercise or from sugar yeah. or for, from you know things that are bad for us yeah. often feel good in the moment yeah and i think you need some, to talk closer to your mic sorry or louder things that um are bad for us but feel good in the moment can often be you know the thing that gives us excitement right mm. that school trip that adrenaline rush um and once we take out once we take out all of these things from our lives, we can often be left with a feeling of there's nothing to give me that rush yeah. because now I'm at peace. Yeah. And we feel like peace is, you know, the end destination. We've reached it. There's nothing to it. What you need to do is start to manufacture moments that are actually healthy for you to give you that rush or to give you that excitement in life mm. because things don't have to be boring one of the ways that i think about like channeling um excitement into my life when i feel like i've been getting too much into a routine is i might go on holiday mm. i might you know create experiences that allow me to look forward to things i think really looking at your life and thinking about yourself as an engineer of your life can be really really helpful in making sure that you instill those moments um of really deep what's the word it's not satisfaction but satisfaction is the closest thing <laughs> mm. but engineering those moments of deep satisfaction or really thinking about crafting um experiences and moments that will allow you to feel more quote-unquote alive mm. um i would also encourage you to have a look at your routine and think about what it is that's causing you to actually feel bored in the first place is it that you're not challenging yourself enough in some of the things that you're doing right yeah. when things become monotonous that's when they become boring so where can you add you know the spice of variety in your life yeah if you are you know waking up at 6 a.m to go and do your workouts and stuff could it be that you actually need to switch out your workouts so you actually look forward to them in the morning because mm. it's something you're doing differently Mm. Um, are you getting too comfortable at work comfort is also the enemy of you know adrenaline and feeling satisfaction mm. um are there things that you could be doing with people that you love that require you to take risks so you're actually in a really really good position insofar as you've established some key you know um, boundaries you've established some key frameworks and some principles and you yeah. actually have a structure to your life mm -hmm. now it's about understanding where are the areas in which i can improve where are the areas that i can afford to take risks yeah um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a time thing because in the dilemma you mentioned, you know, you're strapped for time. Maybe it's a thing where you actually need to reevaluate some of these structures and see where you can, there can be a little bit of give and take. Mm. Um, because being healthy doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be doing all of the things that we you know classically associate with like living that glowing and growing lifestyle right so always waking up at 6 a.m mm. always eating right always doing all of these things that we classify as good what you want is balance and consistency so sometimes you will be having the cocktails out with your friends mm. sometimes you will be having you know a light in on a saturday morning because you know you've worked hard for the entire week and this is your day off um, so also in building those experiences and those moments in, within your actual structure to give yourself something to look forward to mm. um, throughout the week and throughout the months. And then also really like investing in your obviously you've invested in the relationships with other people but also investing in the relationships actively and doing things with people can also be super exciting yeah. so we're obviously in a privileged position insofar as we've come back from holiday but i was looking forward to that holiday for a very long <laughs> time and it gave me everything that i needed and mm. i loved and what i really enjoyed about it and why i was looking forward to it so much was 
I'm actually getting the opportunity to explore a new, you know, city, a new country, mm. and I'm exploring it with somebody that I love dearly. So it might That's even me. be a thing, just in case you didn't know who it was, it is Miss Courtney. Um, so thinking about the ways that you can create things with other people as well um, is another way to bring that spice back into life. Mm. Um, but yeah, I would definitely say take a step back, really evaluate, you know, the structure and the order that you've brought into your life and try to pinpoint where it is that that boredom is coming from and mm. then you can address it. Yeah. It might be the monotony. It might be the fact that you need to engineer new experiences. It might be the fact that you need to tap into other communities or the people around you to co-create these really, really special moments. Um, but yeah, that's what I would say. I agree wholeheartedly with everything. I think those are good practical steps. I think, yeah, a lot of people, I think one, I'll, I'll say one thing. I think a lot of people, when it comes to this whole like glowing and growing journey, you know, personal development and all those great things, (laughs) they make it everything mm. like it, it every moment of every day every decision every conversation becomes about personal growth and personal development and I think that that can be dangerous sometimes and it lays you a trap to just not experience life yeah. right I also like what you said about you know your life is no longer full of chaos and I've I've also like shared similar kind of feelings of wow life is kind of flatlined a bit Mm. not that it's dead but it's found its equilibrium and this is it all the time it's always peaceful and I think if you have had a turbulent life for lack of a better term or you've had a life that has been quite dynamic it can just feel like my life is boring you Mm. know but would you rather it be hectic again in the negative way Mm. I I like what you said about creating positive experiences that do fuel adrenaline and that can be experiencing new things. I know you said you don't have time, but maybe this whole personal development journey for you right now is about creating time to do these kinds of things because you don't want to be bored and then find yourself going back to toxic situations just yeah. so you can find variety in your life, right? Sure. Or find yourself, you know, <laughs> even worse, creating drama just so that you can feel some semblance of color in, in what you are perceiving to be a gray life. Start start exploring start creating time for that because that's clearly your priority right now and that will help you not fall back into bad habits Mm. um i like what you get you said in terms of actively investing in your relationships having new experiences with the people that you love but also take yourself out to do new things Mm. and change up your environment as well right start taking yourself out to maybe explore new hobbies start looking into something start researching into something start reading new kinds of books find something which allows you to explore a new part of yourself which isn't just your personal development i love what start watching a new show Babes, you know (laughs) no but these are the things that can sometimes just change and give you that i'm excited to do this even if it's something as simple as i'm excited to go home and continue watching that show you know or i'm excited to go and watch that film or go and eat at this place you know there's nothing like it to just find peace and it it could be in your own company or you can invite somebody to do it with you but i think life is full of a lot of inspiration life is full of a lot of beauty that can be beheld and you need to go and take it all in right explore your city right you don't even need if you don't have time to travel fine after work or before work go on a walk in a new area or go to a museum or go and do like you don't even have to pay for it go and sightsee go and be a tourist in your own city i one thing i started doing when i started to feel like my life is hella boring i started going on walks with my other good friend mandy and we would go and see 
parts of London, right? We'll just go walking on embankment or, you know, central London and just be like, this is so pretty. Look at the lights and they're constantly changing stuff around. Go and do that, you know, Mm -hmm. go and give yourself a new view of the same space that could help you add some variety into your life. Um, I know peace can sometimes seem boring, but the alternative is not the opposite of boring. It is actually dangerous, right? (laughs) (laughs) A lot of us think the opposite of boring is excitement. What you're trying to do might be dangerous. You you don't want to do that. Exactly. Like you don't, and your body doesn't respond well to stress Mm. either, right? So yes, seek out thrills, seek out adrenaline, but don't seek out unnecessary stress, especially if it's going to make you regress on this personal development journey. Um, You might also need to start making some new friends who can introduce you to some new stuff or just making some new acquaintances who can, show you insights into their life if you feel like your life and you know is too boring or you're I wouldn't say boring that you're too used to it right it's just familiar Mm -hmm. and the life of the people in your life are also too familiar right start getting people with different life experiences and who can tell you those stories and maybe even open doors for you as well so yeah sis don't regress back to a toxic place just because you're looking for drama. Don't let the drama find you. Drama's either. not exciting, okay? baby. It's stressful. I can tell you, sweetheart, gray hair, you don't need it right it's now. It's not a good look, man. You, it is when you, you want actually to keep your look skin glowing. Exactly. Stress can give you spots. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Anyways, let's get into Love is Blind. So, what did you think about this season of Love is Blind, generally? If you could give it like a summary okay so um first of all sorry in the back of my head there's a song by jason derulo that's been playing and mm-hmm. it's like love made me blind so i couldn't see all the light who first of all who is actually listening to the depths of jason derulo's discography love made me blind. <laughs> to know that song <laughs> he used to be great was that He's song so in the charts talented. Exactly. Jason Derulo, God bless his soul. I'm glad he's transitioned to, to um, transition to TikTok. He, <laughs> not, a tra- not a career change. It is a career change. You know who else is actually TikTok famous? Jay Sean. And I love that for artists, you know. <laughs> I really do. I love that when artists become relevant again. Yeah, I love that it. Is cute. it is you cute. know them in their two, yeah, in their two eras, the t- you know. Um, the thing about Jason Derulo is he makes music for the charts. If it doesn't yeah. chart, we're not listening to it. But it's in such my a beautiful opinion, song. I know somebody out there, Jason Derulo, is your favorite artist. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> they, they, clicked, they clicked on this episode. They said, not Derulo. That's Jason Derulo to you guys. I don't give a damn. Um, <laughs> I just know him by the denim vest and the... Yeah. Anyways, um, Love is Blind. So I think I have two perspectives. The first is it was a great story. The narrative Mm -hmm. of Love is Blind. Mm -hmm. It was really interesting to watch. Mm -hmm. I was hooked. I was watching it, you know, back to back. Mm -hmm. I was invested. Mm -hmm. They created a very good story. Um, And then my other perspective was, wow, this is such a great microcosm of of many relationships that we see Mm. in real life Mm. playing out. And it's funny because Love is Blind, alongside a lot of other reality TV shows, give you the opportunity to 
take a step back Mm -hmm. because whilst we have all of these opinions and thoughts around what is glaringly toxic many of us actually find ourselves in these same similar situations but because we're so close to the situation dare i say implicated in these situations it can be difficult for us to have the same hindsight foresight or just generally informed enough opinion or rather detachment from the situation to make better decisions yeah so as much as there were certain glaring situations, I was like, oh, girl, what you doing? Or like, oh, this guy is bad news. I was just thinking, wow, how many of us find ourselves in similar situations, but we're not able to see it mm. or act on it because of our closeness? Yeah. And then really it good. also makes me think of, you know, the participants, right? Mm. Because we've made such, when we think about love and relationships and just like this kind of, I like to call it the satellite generation where it feels like everybody is watching you. It just makes me think like, wow, there's so much like intimacy that's lost because of viewership and consumption. Hmm. There's so much, like when I think of those mo- intimate moments that they shared on screen, I'm just wondering in the back of my mind, how do you really feel? Because there's probably like a good, like how many cameras and lights on you in, in this moment? Hmm. Is it the same? Hmm. Um, the question behind like how much of this is authentic yeah. is something yeah. that's always playing in the back of my mind with a lot of these reality TV shows. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was an interesting watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, Love and Spine, it's a really good show. I think the premise is interesting. Like our generation, the question Mm. is love blind in a superficial world. Like it's not just our generation in a world where aesthetics matter, looks matter, physicality matters a lot and growingly so. It can love actually be blind? Can you fall in love based on personality and mm. good conversation, etc.? Um, I think, like you said, with reality TV, the authenticity should always be questioned, questioned, not just on the part of the participants of this experiment or the stars of the show, but based on the fact that it is a constructed show, it yeah. is edited, things are cut out, narratives are being created constantly when it comes to each of these stories and the storylines. So I think the the sad thing about reality TV is, especially on as a generation who has grown up during the rise of reality TV and its popularity mm. and its stars' popularity, I think it's important to always take with a pinch of salt what you view Mm. what you see um because it's easy to start idolizing things right like i think back to love is blind season one yeah my favorite couple and most people's favorite couple lauren and cam i love me a bit of lauren and cam corin i love them i love them a lot i really love them a lot but when it comes down to even their relationship you don't see the full story of their Mm, relationship mm -hmm. you don't see the full depths of their love in the show after the show um and it's easy to really think i want that or and i we've had this conversation before about like relationship goals and just what does love look like how does it practically play out yeah these are the reason why so many people love them is because they have a champion a champion's love story but that champion's love story, unfortunately, or actually fortunately because of their privacy, Mm. we haven't been able to see all the tests and trials that go into their championing, right? And also the reality of what their relationship dynamic actually is. And that's one of the biggest drawbacks of TV, movies, media when Mm. it comes to relationships and really painting a picture of the reality of love. And so whilst I do think that Love is Blind is a great show, 
because it's very different to most reality TV shows when it comes to romance, like things like Love Island or Too Hot to Handle and things like that. Oh, we actually need to talk about Too Hot to Handle too. Um, it's it's still reality TV, yeah. right? It's still a constructed show. It's still the the primary purpose of it is still entertainment. Therefore, you have to take everything you see with a pinch of salt. It's yeah. not a documentary. Mm. Even documentaries have constructed narratives. Mm. But moving on past our general thoughts to round the show. Yeah. A lot of you wanted to know our thoughts about the people. So yeah. let's get into it. Yeah, we, we are go. not clinical psychologists. No. We do not diagnose anybody. No. Like I said a couple of episodes back, all of this is alleged. Yep. This is our opinions. We own the mind. And we got we have to stay repeating that because Yeah, yeah. Some of y'all. <laughs> but then again, I kind of have grace for you because some of you, this is your first encounter with That's us. True. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. let's just, you know, put that out there. But the girls who know, know. Okay. Yeah. The girls are gonna get it. We just sit on this mic talking, having a good old <laughs> chin wag. We're just friends. Yeah, talking we're just about talking. Our thoughts, we're man. literally just talking. So Let's start character, well, character, person by person. Okay. Like, I really want to keep calling okay. them characters, but they're really not characters. Yeah, they're really people. They're really human yeah, people yeah. living, you know, and I don't want to pass too much judgment on them because yeah. of all the things we've just described. Precisely. But let's talk about probably the icon of the show, Shake, Abby Shake. Shake, 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 shake. <laughs> Let's talk about Shake and Deep Tea, yeah. their dynamic. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you do not want any spoilers, pause the episode right here. Go and listen to last week's episode. Yeah. And I don't know, fill your time with something else yeah, you know. because we're going to be getting into it. It's been a couple shake, weeks now. Shake. But go and watch Love is Blind on Netflix. Netflix, cut us a check. Shake, 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 <laughs> shake it. It's given to Disney Channel circa 2005. What an interesting couple. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Deep Tea. Mm-hmm. I was rooting for her. Mm-hmm. I think oh, there was just so many layers to what we've seen of their relationship. Mm. Again, disclaimer, this these thoughts are, they're not meant to be judgment or anything like that. Mm. It's basically my thoughts based on the narrative that was presented. Mm. Um, and we also do not encourage you to go and bash anybody on social yeah. media and stuff like that. Because I think what has come out of reality TV is because people become so invested in these relationships and these caricatures of real people, they then feel entitled to go on people's pages, find out where people live, send death threats. Um, We don't do that here. (laughs) Don't try that. We don't support that. We don't like that. Um, But yeah, deep tea and shake. So I think what was interesting about their relationship straight off the bat was they actually shared quite a few similarities in the sense of, you know, both of them are Asian. Both of them, in terms of their dating history, mm-hmm. had a very specific preference. Similar preference. Too. In fact, similar. It was giving Aryan. Um, <laughs> it was giving. This is a red flag on the part of both of yeah. you. Um, and I think that it was really interesting to hear about, like, the justification of such mm. preferences. And I think shake really had a bad rap from the beginning from the Mm. outset when you know we see him dating various people and Mm. asking about their physical appearance and specifically around you know are you blonde yeah are you this can i put you on my shoulders i think the iconic statement was like yeah would i be able to carry you on my shoulders essentially what (laughs) you went on the wrong show and i don't know if you've seen the oh i'm sure you've seen it the uh reunion show. oh embarrassment um where he kind of talks about like you know maybe i went on the wrong show you did yeah um and and uh, <sighs> i'm trying to say this in an articulate way that's not you know rude mm. um i don't think i can essentially i think it's just 
very microcosmic of the fact that many of us and particularly men Mm -hmm. right will have particular standards for women Mm -hmm. that they don't live up to Mm -hmm. or at least the counterpart or the other side they don't match up to it Mm -hmm. right it's the classic you know we've addressed this in one of our previous episodes of does your preference prefer you and i was really hoping for a story arc where both of them realized that you know we can be, you know, attracted to each other. We can overcome, you know, very specific preferences that are actually rooted in very, very problematic ideology. Mm-hmm. And what was a shame about their relationship was what was what we could see was, you know, they had a very strong emotional bond. Mm-hmm. Um, Did they? Allegedly. That's what they kept saying. I just but love so her emotion. Kept saying that. And this is another thing about the show which I personally disliked, which yeah. is you've kept all these clips of being like when we're off camera and we have such an emotional connection, we didn't see any of that. We, and this, this is why Natalie and Shane don't make sense to me, yeah. but oh, we, we gonna, talk about we that. We're going to get on to them yeah. in a second. Um, so this whole, the, the dilemma that Shake had in particular, also, I'm just not a fan of this whole, your name is Shake, but your real name is Abhishek, Abhishek. but that's your own personal preference, my dear. You go, <laughs> you go ahead. You go ahead. I'm not a fan He's of a abbreviations. DJ, DJ Shake. Anywho. Um, <laughs> He's going through this dilemma. And the thing is, I hear what he's saying insofar as physical attraction is important. 100%. And when I think of like love is blind, is it possible to fall in love? That was even a question I wanted to pose to you earlier. Yeah. Is it possible to fall in love with someone having no idea what they look yeah, like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to come back and talk about that. We'll come back to that. I think it's a valid thing to understand that physical attraction is important. 100%. And I think that we shouldn't run away or yeah. shy away from that. However, A... When you're not cognizant of the fact that you have very, very specific physical preferences that are rooted in actual like complexes that are problematic. Mm -hmm. And when you're rude and disrespectful in the Mm -hmm. way that you communicate your preferences, we have a problem. And like literally for me, seeing someone like Deepti, who I think is gorgeous, by Mm -hmm. the way, who has overcome a lot when it comes to, you know, her confidence levels and her attitudes towards like her physique and all of that kind of stuff. And she's also a very intelligent girl. Yeah. When I see the way that he was talking about her, because mind you, a lot of his concerns, he didn't actually address with her directly. We see clips of him talking to his boys or the girls and saying, you know, I'm just not attracted to her. And even the whole comment of like, it's like having sex with my My auntie. Who wants to hear that? Why would you think that's okay? Why would you articulate this? Surely it's sickness. And I'm just like, bro, why would you say it that way? Yeah. And why would you? Why would it even occur to you to say that? I mean, the cl- the guy's clear. You gotta realize you got a bag of people here. You this know, is true. the guy is clearly rude, and it's just that's it. And then on top of that, his personality. Yeah, but Deep T liked him. There's the thing, like, she'll. I'm not gonna cuss what you like. It's the clearly, emotion, the alleged I mean? emotional what, connection. Alleged. However, <laughs> I agree with you. I think. But the thing is, I have a, I have an interesting idea of Shake because I think out of, he's the most like most people. In Fair. my opinion, I Fair. think that that is a great representation of what the truth is. The If you ask the majority of people, would you go on Love is Blind? The majority of people will probably say no mm. because of the reasons that Shake had. Love is blurry. I want to see something. I don't have to have it all figured out. I don't need it to be clear. Yeah. But I want to see something because attraction really matters to me. And I, 
it goes to that conversation that we were saying about settling as problematic as everyone was saying that shake was everyone has a bit of shake well I won't say everyone but most people have a bit of shake in them which is as great as you are if I'm not physically attracted to you Mm. and for some people and the reason why I say everyone has a bit, bit of shake in them is for a lot of people that is the final straw yeah as great as the person is and women do it men do it as great as the person is I'm not physically attracted to you but shake's one was rude no, and, and also and his that's what pref- I'm saying I, agree I think it's with. yeah I think I think yeah like I said I think it's one thing to articulate that you know you're not physically attracted to someone mm-hmm. and it's another thing when your preference is petite blondes yeah 100% like I I completely agree I think you can have your preferences but there is a conversation that needs to be had about whether mm. your preferences are rooted in racism yep a little colonial colonial ideals some. of beauty capitalism etc right that's a conversation. That's one thing. Mm. The conversation that's being had also is you're rude. Mm. That's another thing. And also how much, but I think also like how much he is willing to stick and abide by this preference is actually also what's uh, putting nails in the coffin. Yeah. Because when I think of like Deepti, for example, yeah. they had very similar preferences, yes. but constantly Deepti was like, you know what? I can overcome this. But that's because I think for her, she really did come in looking for love. Mm. I think Deep T came, I mean, I think Shake came in looking for an option. I don't think he came in looking for my conclusion. Mm. Even like coming out, you've proposed to someone and you're still on the fence. Then why did you propose? I think he was looking for an option. Yeah. You know, I think he, he and he gives me that very bachelor mindset. Yeah. Like I'm, yeah. I'm playing the field. I'm seeing what's out there. It's a quite an immature mindset for somebody who says that they want to get married. I think he's just at a different stage to where she's at. She's, you proposed to me. That's my husband. She, he's, I've proposed to you just so we can get out of here and I can see you. Ain't Do you that get what a I mean? great microcosm of the relationships between some men and women today, y'all? Ain't that a great one? That's why he's been, love is blurry. He was trying to see through that. I'm trying to see the options here. I'm screaming. You're right. I think that's his, and that's why he was on the wrong show. He yeah. should have been on a dating show. Yeah, he should have. Do you get what I mean? Like, I think he would make the perfect contestant on a dating show. Mm. However, on this kind of show where you're actually, the marriage is the, that's the whole point of the show. He's not, he's not, that's not that's the mindset not you. you go into. And I think it's also another conversation to have about people, whilst this is presumptuous about him specifically, so I'll take it away from him. People who are dating and feed into they present themselves as what the person wants. So Deep T is here saying, I want this, I want that. And he's just there nodding away, smiling, but in his head, he's thinking something else. Mm. I think there is something that's really sad about that lack of honesty that says, like you said, he didn't tell Deep T he wasn't attracted to her, probably because he thought maybe she'll leave or maybe she'll start having second thoughts, but she needs to leave and she needs to start having second thoughts. And you're withdrawing that option from her because you don't want her to leave because you always want to have an option, but you don't want to give her options. Mm. And that's upsetting, I think, because I think a lot of people mislead people in that way. Yeah. In the sense that I want the security of knowing you're here, but I won't let you know that there's a, you actually have a reason to be insecure because I won't always be here for you. That's good. That's sad. That is really sad. But yeah, that's deep tea and shake next issue is the triangle between Shayna, shane and natalie <sighs> okay so first of all i agree with you insofar as natalie and uh shane what is the depth 
I didn't get it. I want someone to break that down for I me. Didn't Not get that it. I'm questioning that this is again the off camera stuff. I didn't get it. From the way that sis was crying at their wedding day, I can tell there was some depth there. Also, even at the reunion. It just too. went again. This I think that we need to ban this phrase emotional connection. Because I just felt like I connected emotionally. Huh? What were you Because ki- when they <laughs> <laughs> Shane is saying, "Do you think I'm handsome?" That's what You're I put in on the. Do you know what? I think that when it comes to it, it was a classic um, representation of like not understanding the love language of yeah. the person that you're with. 100%. It was so and it was needs. clear as night, clear as day, that Shane needed affirmation. Oh, clear. to the highest degree. But it was also quite worrying because I do think that he Sorry. has some deep set insecurities that he was. Uh, exhibiting especially when it was the bachelorette the bachelor and bachelorette parties oh yeah that might the sulking of that man i said lord lord god um but yeah it was so clear to me that this man needed words of affirmation and i think for someone like natalie who's a little bit more you know satirical and a little bit more like you know you know those people yeah the people that love to you know banter you like that yeah Yeah. but in a rude way she would be a great like Nigerian should be a good one. <laughs> she um, does actually strike me as a, but that's that immigrant humor. Yeah, immigrant. There yeah, we go. There we go. Um, so I think there was such a mismatch there, mm. and I also think that like Natalie coming in with the we just had such a great emotional connection and like nailing the stake into Shane relatively early mm. on, and then having that cross cut with. Shane basically like asking Shayna like so what are you wearing mm. and then Shane's playing away after asking Natalie to be mm-hmm. his girlfriend and making things official to now telling Shayna hey um you know that doesn't matter I'm mm. here to explore my options mm. comes back to your point insofar mm. as there are some people who went on that show talking about they're trying to find love mm-hmm. and trying to find their spouse and all that kind of stuff whereas there's other people who have the same kind of overarching mm-hmm. you know thoughts but are actually looking for options. But have you noticed that the two who fit that is the men versus the women? And that's how men date. Yeah. Men date. I'm going to explore my field. Because but when women, I even think about the other couple in. that we're about to come and talk about, uh, you know, Yana and, but we'll come to them in a second. We buy in straight away. That's a ha, ha, ha. We buy in straight away. And I do think that generally sometimes this can be a, it's poor judgment on our, like it, <laughs> poor judgment on our part to buy in when we have no stake Mm -hmm. we are invested in something that's not real Mm -hmm. and the funny thing is once we decide like i've heard the classic conversations around like men who are you know we're just dating we're in the dating phase and Mm. all that kind of stuff and i don't want the pressure of commitment Mm. no you want to make sure your options are open always open you want to make sure this door stays open and i do think that women would very much benefit from kind of taking a little bit from that mentality and unless there is intention or clarity that is expressed that this is working either what in the works towards becoming official Mm. or exclusive do not buy in if you do not have a stake yeah do not buy in because you will get hurt and it's an opportunity for men to pit women against each other yeah because the dynamic between natalie and shana changed dramatically the moment natalie expressed you know i like shane all that kind of stuff Shayna was moving Shayna came in with another one of that area race. I'm prettier than her. Mama, Cedar, you know. You're cute. No, and Shane and Shayna would have made a very cute couple, in Honestly. my opinion, yeah, right? Yeah. And I think they are each other's type. They they were made for each other. However, that whole... And, and this, you bring up a really good point that I've noticed with Love is Blind, which is 
how come the men the men sit in that house talking about like for example, when Sal liked Mallory, Jarrett liked Marriott, Mallory at the same time. Mm. Whilst they didn't say the name of the girl, they were very open about their conversation about, okay, how are you feeling about this girl? Oh, you think yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Why did the girls get into their house and no one is talking about the fact that there's overlap here? Yeah. And this is very different to what would happen in real life society. However, I think if you're, if, okay, let me talk about B. If I'm in a show where all you other 11 ladies or however many of you are also dating the same men I'm dating. I want to know what's going on. Which one you like? What's you know, he telling give me you? This, what's he telling you? Give me the tea because I want to know if I'm being played. All they, listen, all they know how to say is, oh, you know, I'm just exploring my emotional connections. We have a good connection. And I get it. Play your cards close to your chest. Maybe this is a, you know, a hot take or a, a unpopular opinion. But I think it would be good to talk to the girls Lay about what, on the table. just be like, this guy is saying X, Y, Z, because it will save you a lot of embarrassment. If Mallory had told Ayana, they had had a conversation about this guy wants to marry me. Put it on me, make it what a marriage is not a joke. But if Mallory has been proposed to Courtney. Mallory has been proposed Courtney, to. We'll get onto that one in a second. She has been proposed to we'll and said no. We'll and you're telling one. me Ayana's in the house and you ain't going to come back and be, and she came in crying and you're going to not go back and be like, this man proposed to me. Why are the girls not gisting? I need the girls to gist. No community, man. I they ain't part, they weren't part of the, the my sisterhood. <laughs> Maybe because they were filming before we started. Bruh. This is why purpose is time sensitive because they wouldn't have been crying like that. Bruh. But I, I think it's something to be said about have conversations. And I think it is that competitive mentality that both men and women have around, I want to play my cards close to my chest. Mm. But this is when lines get blurred and you are able to be played because no one else. And I think Love is Blind is an extreme example because you have, obviously we, the viewers are watching, your family would be watching your situation. However, they haven't got access to those people who are watching. They haven't got access to the people who could stand on the outside and look in and say, objectively, this don't look right. Do you get what I mean? And that's actually a huge reason why you should never do romantic relationship without community. Mm. Because who's there to tell you, check yourself, right? Those pods, what he's saying to you, it's great. It sounds good. That emotions are heightened in the moment when it's just you two however from the outside looking in this is not adding up because every other factor considered the math is, not is coming into play the math is not mathing the math is not mathing and then just watching the downfall of that relationship how can you tell somebody they're that, strong currently i mean but before the wedding you come and tell me that i'm the worst thing that happened to you oh i'm um, natalie and shane excuse me and you expect me to come and say i do the anyway. worst thing that happened to me do you think this is something that a thought that i had i tweeted it when um malcolm and marie the yeah. netflix film yeah. came out yeah. starring uh what's that man's name denzel washington's son you know his name david yes mm. <laughs> sorry there we go um the actor that's also in tenet he doesn't want to be known as denzel washington's son he and spent yet a lot here of his we life are escaping it sorry um and zendaya 
when they were having an argument and in the argument in the heat of the moment his character Malcolm said some very hurtful things to Marie hurtful things to Marie and vice versa right and extreme decisions are made and the toxicity of their love is just boiling over in that film Mm. do you think that in heated arguments that's when the truth comes out of how people truly feel Mm, I think some elements of the truth come out Mm. But I think it's in excess Mm. and it's magnified. Mm. I think I wouldn't. And I think also the phrasing as well, because Mm. there's there's truth in what Shane said insofar as the worst. She is the worst thing that happened to him in that moment. Mm. But if he were to actually process it, this is the thing about like articulating yourself whilst you're in the heat of a raw emotion, because what you say is not necessarily indicative of what you actually feel. It's yeah. more the manifestation of that feeling, yeah. but not the actual like, why am I feeling this way? Yeah. Which is why emotional processing is so, so important. Oh, I can't remember what the phrase is. Um from an episode that I listened to Adam Young's podcast, Mm -hmm. um, the place that we find ourselves. Um, But it's just, it's a word for, oh, what's the word? It's going to annoy me if I don't think of it. Your capacity to process your emotions effectively. Ah, it's okay. Um, But essentially in that podcast, the importance of processing your emotions to avoid unnecessary harm caused to other people Mm -hmm. because you're not actually articulating the reality behind what you feel yeah. you're just articulating the feeling. the feeling yeah um so when you're angry people tend to say things that are hurtful because you intend to harm and not because it's reflective of exactly what you're feeling yeah. um and i think because shane was feeling that way yeah he, his words reflected his intent to harm rather than the truth of the situation yeah. or the truth of how he feels, he feels towards yeah. her so there is some element of truth insofar as he's trying to hurt her and she is causing him to feel this way yeah. But not, like, she's, objectively, I think, she's obviously not the worst thing to have happened to him. Yeah. Maybe in that moment, yes. But yeah. the worst thing to have, I think that's a stretch. Yeah. Um. So there is something to be said about the fact that heated arguments can cause people to bring out the worst in themselves. Yeah. Um. And it's unfortunate because if you don't have that, like, capacity to process your emotions, you become toxic and you become dangerous. Yeah. And you manage to trigger dangerousness and other people yeah so again you love to say it all the time Mm self-awareness and this is not to deny yourself of your capacity to feel Mm -hmm. or deny yourself um the validation of feeling what you feel but it's understanding that there are healthy ways to process your emotions and articulate yourself in a way that does not harm people Mm. or harm yourself or harm your relationship in um the long term and that's why when we think about you know long-term relationship advice or think about relationship coaches or even think about the people around us in successful relationships communication is key articulation is key but processing is key as well because it means that you avoid doing damage that can't necessarily be be undone undone. because listen words can be sharp (laughs) and can ruin your life 100 percent. it takes a couple of words yeah to completely shatter relationships, completely damage self-esteem. Like when we think about emotional trauma and emotional abuse, the main vehicle for these kind of abuse are words. Words. 100%. They're powerful, man. 100%. And what you just described is exactly what we saw at the altar on their wedding day. Mm. One conversation obliterated a whole relationship. And you could tell that that conversation left the whole relationship raw. Mm till all the way up until the reunion right crazy that's what happens and 
it's not to say, like you said, you can't process your emotions and you can't say what you say. And, you know, you, you, you have to get, we have to forgive because of things, right? I've thought of the word, by the way. Oh. Affect regulation. Oh, okay. There, you, there we go. There, you go. there we go. Ooh, I was thinking in my head, I said, I'm going to come up with it. Affect regulation. regulation. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You've broken it down re- really well. Let me talk about Shayna for a second. Mm. Shayna, first of all. <laughs> You've been waiting. Shayna, sweetheart. Straight as a fellow Christian sister, you oh. did us bad. You did us oh, bad. baby. I promise you, not all of us who wear the badge of Christ act like that. I said, baby. Um, firstly, you doing the whole like I'm a Christian, you not believing in what I believe, um, it doesn't work for me. Okay, first of all, Shane is in the pod saying, What are you wearing? Why do us Christian girls like a first bad of all, boy? Do we even know if Shane is a Christian? Because that was never expressed. Yeah, that, but that was never I don't think it was in the show because they didn't end up together. Yeah. Ironic. <laughs> But yeah, he's in. What are you wearing? He's definitely a church drummer. What are you wearing? He's definitely a drummer. Why you? Why do you want? Why do you want fire? Why do you want flames? Okay, um, I think it's also interesting the dynamic of Shane and Shane's relationship seemed much more intense than Shane and Natalie's relationship. Yeah, I see why Shada was trying to make fetch happen. Okay. But she was disrespectful. Yeah. And there's a lot to be said about people who cannot respect the, the, not just the boundaries, but the walls that protect somebody's relationship. Mm. You constantly trying to tear, tear down walls that guard someone else's precious thing makes you a villain. And I don't know why you're acting like you're not the villain. You are the villain. You're trying to invade something and end up somewhere. You have no business ending up to the point where you're actually messing with the heads, not only of Shane, but of Natalie. Talk about if you and Shay don't work out, I got a friend for you. There's a special place in a place called hell. Oh, bruh. For people like y'all. Don't Terrible. do that. Stop Terrible. sabotaging things. If something is meant for you, you won't need to sabotage in order to this get is it. Thing. This is the thing. You don't need to do that. And the deflection and the use of excuses. Like, I think for me, the whole, oh, I'm a Christian. This is why it's not going to work out mm-hmm. with the, poor, the other poor fellow mm-hmm. that she was in a relationship with was so disingenuous 100 percent. because it was she was cl- nitpicking it was clear from the jump that she was not attracted from the time that this 100%. man proposed to her and gave her his, his mother's ring she accepted that proposal to boost her ego because she was down bad from the fact that shane and natalie were together that's the only reason why she took that and she latched onto the the only thing she could have short of just telling this man i got with you a whole I rebound. A whole rebound. You were a rebound. That's sorry. That's the word I was looking for. You were a rebound. She didn't want to paint herself as the villain, so she p- took something from him to blame him on. You don't believe in God. This can't work. And then to say, well, why did you propose to me? But why did you accept? And she just brushed it over. Yeah, I shouldn't have accepted. That was the probably the worst thing that I did. But then why are you still trying to make it seem like he is the problem? That was the, Just uh, own up to the fact that you are the problem. Before you even took this guy to see your parents, you should have been like, I made the worst decision to accept your proposal. I also think one, one thing that fueled her issue though was the fact that she had already had a failed engagement before. Mm, Do you get what I mean? And that kind of, not embarrassment, but the... um the fear of it happening again may have been really, really strong. You know, having to fail another engagement. I get it. Do you get what I mean? But that doesn't mean you can go around treating people like toys. 
Embar- e for embarrassing. Big That's time. what that was. E for embarrassing. embarrassing. I, I could not. Yeah. I absolutely could not. Yeah. But yeah, her behavior, girl code was violated so badly between the two. I couldn't Major. believe it. I could not believe it. And it's just the fact that there was so much like thinking about what the the life stage, uh, English, thinking about the life stages of the people on the show. Yeah. Y'all are not kids. And just when the conversation was getting real juicy, this is when our mics decided to cut out. But do not fret, sis. We are going to be back with a part two, sharing with you our thoughts on this season of Love is Blind. And you get a chance to chime in. Comment down below your thoughts on the couples, their decisions, their behaviors. We want to know the gist, okay? So we're going to be talking about Ayana, Jarrett, whether he actually settled and what her response could have been as well as nick and danielle because there is a lot going on there and of course you know us sisters we're going to have a broader conversation talking about whether reality tv is actually damaging our view of commitment the myth of the one and we question why women are being told to increase their value but also lower their standards all next week's conversation is going to be juicy so make sure that you don't miss a beat subscribe to our youtube channel follow the podcast on all podcast streaming platforms and of course get plugged into the sisterhood and the conversation over on instagram and twitter at to my sisterhood as well as use the hashtag to my sisters sisters we hope that you have an absolutely amazing week we are so sorry that this episode was cut a bit shorter than usual but we can't wait to talk to you again and so as always remember keep glowing and growing Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 